Hello, this is Dr. Ravi Chandra, and uh, the rest of this video and audio is from a panel organized by Shizwe Siegel, uh, coordinated through Eastwind Books of Berkeley, uh, hosted by Akemi Imai and Harvey Dong, and uh, including the other panelists, Kalechi Ubuzo, Tereda Mikkel, and Rachel Lee. And I hope uh, Eastwind Books uh, will put up the full panel sometime soon, and you can find it there. But this is my portion, and I'm so grateful to have been part of this extraordinary panel uh, with, uh, with these other speakers. But this is just my portion. Thank you. Uh, and next is um, Dr. Ravi Chandra. All right. Thank you, Shiz. Um, wow. I am just so moved by what I've heard today. Uh, uh, and I know she, I've known Shiz for a long time, and she's such a such an activist and and such such a organizer, trying to bring out the best in people through her anthologies. And Dreda, my first time meeting you, and uh, uh, I'm just so impressed by your spirit that you've you you've found what works for you as, in a healing way, and you've brought it to the world in in 70 anthologies. My God. Um, so I, I'm I'm just I'm just honored and blessed to be with you. Um, I want to start with the uh, words of. Uh, well, let me set my timer. Okay. I want to start with the words of our prophet Bob Marley. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Now that is true. So we are all in this process of emancipating ourselves and. Hopefully we can help ourselves become more free and more who we are deep inside. Because I feel I'm not free uh, yet myself, uh, although I'm struggling. And I'll tell you a little bit about the struggle that I've had most recently. Um, I think I try to bring myself to my work and my life with as much compassion and empathy as I have. Um, and uh, the period of COVID has been difficult, right? And we're on Zoom uh, doing my work. And I, I've certainly felt that mask is love. That mask is the love I carry for myself and for other people in caring for them. And that's kind of the driving principle of my life is how can I care for myself and care for others at the same time and how to hold that uh, because that's community. That's the beloved community that I hope we can create eventually. Now, uh, then, um, uh, you know, this, this process of being on Zoom, it kind of tenderized me, made me feel how important our people sense is, our sense of connection. And it's, you know, it's not quite perfect on Zoom, I, I hate to tell you. It's just, it's good enough, and we may need to continue to preserve our health, but uh, but it's not enough. We need people-to-people -people contact. We need face-to-face -face contact to retain our social beings. And we, when we feel disconnected, we suffer. And the opposite of suffering is belonging. So trying to create that sense of belonging is a great task of freedom. Okay, so... Um, and, uh, and, and so, so, so then the murder of George Floyd happened and it was it was like an, uh, a a bomb you know uh, it was just uh, uh to watch a man uh lose his life in 8 minutes minutes and 46 seconds um in such a a violent criminal way 
Um, and, uh, 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 and, and, and you could just see what a gentle man he was. You, you, that's all you needed to know is, is he, he was just, he was, he was just a man who was, uh, you know, there's a saying in, in, uh, uh, Zen, uh, do not take offense, even if it is offered. And you could see how he was taking this offense in just the only way he could as a human being. And, and I was just very moved by that. And, and by the fact that he called for his mother at the very end, um, this was, this opened up a space of just, uh, deep caring and compassion and love. And, and, um, uh, so I wrote some poetry based on that, but, um, you know, so when, when you bring compassion to a wound, um, and you try to cultivate compassion for all of the issues that you see before you, the racism, the sexism, homophobia. When you bring compassion to a wound, you get backdraft. Because uh, when you touch that, that beautiful light of compassion to a wounded space, uh, it, the structure kind of rebels. You know, all your own resistances and the resistances in the architecture of the world's mind, so to speak, uh, become kind of manifest and it pushes back. Uh, and, and I'm not saying, you know, it's kind of, uh, uh, you know, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's not, well, it, it can feel very malevolent in a way, but, but it's, it's that, I think that's the way I feel it. It's like that compassion came in a very big way to me. Um, uh, and I felt the love of compassion and then there's backdraft, and and uh, backdraft can take many forms: tightness in the mind, uh, an ache in the chest, uh, uh, even uh, for me, uh, uh, you know, even uh, uh, just hearing voices. Uh, you know, it just it, it, it became that uh, un, 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 unglued in a sense. And I'm trying to bring myself back because I know that the collective unconscious has biases too, and this. Uh, this uh, this psyche of the world has longings and biases, but I know the fundamental concept of love is uniting, and not everything loves love, so to speak. Because where does love take us? Um, so this is something I'm trying to find out in my own life to cultivate that spirit of love and compassion and deal with the backdraft that comes up, um, and uh, so. What I, uh, uh, what I have, and I'm not hearing those voices anymore, by the way. I mean, because it, you know, I know it's a product of my own mind, but this is, I think, an important insight uh, that I'll have to work through uh, to understand how this may be happening to other people uh, as a psychiatrist. Um, so, but I think it happens because that compassion opens up the split uh, in, the, in the world psyche, whether it's racism, there's a split between white and black, uh, brown and yellow and red, and all of this, this split. Um, and, but only love can heal this. It cannot be managed away. Um, and, uh, uh, and the other split, I think I feel, is this idea that we're running through, uh, we're building this technology, and there's kind of a, a split between, uh, is it about technology or people? Now, I don't think it's, it's uh, either or. I think technology can be about people 
and support people and sustain people. I think that's a possibility, but we have to, as people, be really careful about how we use technology and how we shape it so it serves people's interests and uh, uh, we, we can still be our full selves. Because technology, if we get too into it, it can distort our people sense. And I think that's what's most important is our people sense, our social beings. We are interdependent creatures. Uh, we are, uh, as the Ubuntu proverb says, people become people through other people. And as I say in my book, Face Buddha, we are who happens to us and what we make of the happening. So that's, that's what I believe. So that's people sense based on love. It's our, our relationships are based on love, ultimately. How we care about each other. Uh, the love between mother and father and child. And some of us have been broken from that very first uh, uh, embryo that we are uh, in that nucleus, that, that family, and that's a wound. That becomes a split. And that's what we have to heal within ourselves as well. Find our new families, whatever we need to do to become people through other people. And that's why all of you are important in your own way. Every single human being is, is special and important and valued. And to become yourself is to be the love that you are to navigate life. Um, and so, uh, so I, I think we can do, we can work these splits if we remember and return to love. Um, and uh, that's, that's, that's what I want uh, to say. This is what I'm trying to do, is to navigate these psychological splits uh, in my own mind as they come up uh, and to be love. Uh, and I think that's, a, for me, a soft power kind of love, which is at times to be as gentle as possible when I face the split, uh, but, but to say the words that need to be said as necessary. Um, uh, because I think soft power, whether it's film, poetry, arts, culture, is so powerful to influence each other's minds. So that's Poetry comes from this beautiful space. Uh, yeah. And, um, and so, so I'm going to read a couple of poems um, that come from, hopefully come from that place that I've been talking about. This one is called Mudfire, and I wrote it uh, in this space that I've been traveling. No mud, no lotus. Um, this is about, Thich Nhat Hanh has a phrase, no mud, no lotus. We have to have suffering to become enlightened. Mud fire. No mud, no lotus. No mud, no lotus. No mud, no lotus. No, 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 no. Mud, 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 mud. Mud, mud, death, 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 anguish, anger, agony, defeated, deprived, blaming, blamed, fury, dead, race, race, racism, I am black, I am not black, I am Asian, 
I am not Asian enough. I love is my loving enough. I've never been good enough. It seems the world is just hard and I am alone. I am alone. I am alone with my thoughts, alone with my wounds, the flames of my wounds licking alone with remembering, remembering, remembering in the night. Rejection, snap, revenge, snap, murderous rage. I murder them all in my mind. Odysseus comes home to kill. I am always arriving home. Home. Is this home? Is this mind home? In my mind, Penelope has not been true. I have not been true. Mud-filled fury, filled grief, sparks, flames, loss. I am a pillar of fire, not remembering any lovers, not remembering any who have loved me enough, who have loved me well enough, not remembering, not remembering any lotus, just remembering those who didn't love, who told me they couldn't love because of this brown skin, who didn't return kindness, who just moved on. I was not significant enough to care about. Mud, why remember just this mud? I need repair. I need someone to know this mud I've carried that weighs me down. A woman, a woman, I want a woman to know, a lover, a lover. This is too specific an ask, too selfish an ask. Who has that? Who has a lover, a knower? Who has a Penelope anyway, waiting for them, true or untrue, or ready to be true? Murder is a specific loss of love. So ha I have been murdered, haven't I? I have been killed. I might as well finish the job. That's why the fire burns. I am seeking love from my murderers. This is the insanity of mud. My murderers have been murdered, too. They are ghosts. I didn't see that. I didn't see the world murdering them. Thought my love was enough, but they were already dead, being murdered, lungs filled with mud. We are all drowning in mud and death and loss, and we can't breathe. I can't breathe. All the black dead, specifically unloved, in the end specifically murdered by specific lack of love. Am I mud for them? Have I been mud? Are all our names mud to them? The names we now love, all the names we now love, now mourn, all the names, have we been mud to them? All the names, now dead, with just one specific ask. That quiet voice pleading, please love me, please love me, please love me, love me please, please love me mama, please love me mama, 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 please love me into lotus and all the ways we say no, no, no. No. So thank you. I'll just read that one. All right. I think I'm a little ahead of time, but uh, but uh, yeah. So feelings come up, and they're they're they they have their own form, and I'm uh, uh, and uh, uh, I'm also trying to process my feelings and put them into my words and into my work. Um, and uh, this is this is uh, quite a task. Um, so, so I wish you luck with uh, uh, healing yourself through the spirit of your heart and mind.
Ravi Chandra, um, psychiatrist and writer. And um, uh, as some of you know, um, mental health is a is a pretty big issue in the Asian American community, and there's a lot of stigma around it. And um, we're lucky to have people like Ravi who can bring the experience of being Asian, but not Asian enough, maybe. Uh, to um, to the things that, uh, that the stresses that that we experience. I think in this process of cultivating our connection and belonging with each other, we have to uh, find all these ways that we've been talking about of staying cr uh, creative and uh, connected to our hearts, uh, and because I think there's always going to be uh, obstacles that we encounter um, that can uh, twist our minds and our intention to thinking about friends and enemies and uh, 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 kind of we can plant our energy around opposing this or that and we can't even name that uh, force but it's it's part of our human psychology um, and I think it's something that uh, we have to try to let go of. I've been through phases in the past of, you know, getting getting too caught up in a blame game, uh, or uh, uh, just just being frustrated and angry. And and frustration can be good because it can help us build our resilience. Um, but I I think that uh, it's also good not to harden uh, the frustrations into a hostility, uh, because that takes us away from the messages of the heart and the messages of community and belonging. So that's what I wanted to say. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening, and I hope you tune in more to uh, videos and audios uh, from SF Love Dojo and uh, on the Pacific Heart Podcast. Thank you so much.